You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. we got a great show lined up for you today. We are going to be talking about something uh, really important. There's a lot of folks that are really feeling some pressure and some stress over the specter of mandates mandates having to do with the jab. We're, we're on YouTube, so we're going to try to call it the jab. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if you notice, I didn't have the V word in the description or the title, but just as we worried, just as we've been talking about since this pandemic, pandemic began, there is a very real threat for many people of these mandates and various social pressures and social engineering so as to force people to do things that they do not wish to do. We are living in very unprecedented times, and today I'm going to share what I believe to be some solutions that people can take in order to deal with this in the present, and more importantly, things that we can do now in order to lay the groundwork so we don't find ourselves in these types of positions individually or collectively. Okay, so we're going to talk about this in the context of what are we going to do now if you have a job and you're being required to do a vax, a jab, what are you going to do about it in the present? And then again, the real emphasis here is taking the time right now to build networks, systems, infrastructure, agoras, counter economies, so that we are not put in this position in the future. And that's what it's all about. But before we go on, let's go to the producer, Brad Cam there. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Hey, buddy, doing good. Excellent, excellent. All right, we got a new studio. We got producer Brad in the house. We're going to have to figure out how not to echo that back when old Brad talks because we got the house speakers, but we're all good. Looking good there, Brad. All right. Okay, folks. Okay, let me pull up an email where I have some links. We're going to share some news that is not good. And I don't know. I, thank you for everyone for tuning in again. This is the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, news, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Today is August 6, 2021. Uh, you can chat there in the comments. We'll highlight some of your comments. Let us know what state you're living in, what country you're living in, how these mandates are affecting you, what the heck's going on. Let's just start by kind of painting the picture, and it's a pretty scary picture. Uh, leaves me feeling grateful that I'm not living in in New York because this is absolutely ridiculous. So let me see. Let me make sure I can get the audio going for you guys. All righty then. Okay, so this is Mayor Bill de Blasio. And this guy's a total clown. Total clown. 
And I think New York is really leading the way when it comes to a lot of the tyranny that we are experiencing. Um, and after we watch this, I really want to hammer home the point and the importance of voting with your feet, voting with your feet. That means being prepared or being willing to move your geographic location to a different political jurisdiction, because as we'll see, there's a stark contrast between certain areas. But let's hear what old Mayor Bill de Blasio has to say, some of the latest revolutions, revelations from old New York City. This is Mayor Bill de Blasio. Vaccination is the answer. We need these strong, clear mandates. And we've proven that even with outdoor entertainment, it makes sense. Our homecoming concerts are going to be amazing. But if you want to go to one of them, you have to be vaccinated. That's a requirement. Climbing this ladder is giving us more and more ability to fight back the Delta variant. By fighting the Delta variant, we will continue our recovery and we will ultimately beat COVID. So today I announce a new approach, which we're calling the key to NYC pass. The key to New York City. When you hear those words, I want you to imagine the notion that because someone's vaccinated, they can do all the amazing things that are available in the city. This is a miraculous place, full, literally full of wonders. And if you're vaccinated, all that's going to open up to you. You'll have the key. You can open the door. But if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. That's the point we're trying to get across. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally necessary to living a good and full and healthy life. The wow. That is bad news bears right there, ladies and gentlemen. There's all sorts of great stuff in New York City that de Blasio mentions. And I've been to New York City. I've been to New York City many times. I'm very fond of the city. I wouldn't live there, that's for sure. There's arts. There's great food. It's a melting pot. There's awesome parks. But unless you're vaccinated, you're not going to be able to enjoy a good bit of that. And just imagine not being able to go to the restaurant in your area down the street. You built a relationship with the restaurateurs. You go there, your kids are used to it. They know you by name. And now all of a sudden you're not able to set foot in the establishment. And vaccines are the key to a healthy life. Like we've really lost our way. Now I want to contrast that old Bill here. I want to contrast that with what's happening in Texas. Good old Texas. Uh, somebody there, Lovebird, is asking what's going down in Texas. Well, here's a little glimpse of what's going down here in Texas. Texas Governor Abbott vows no more COVID lockdowns. Now, we're not going to give this guy a total pass because he locked down in the first place, which it was terrible policy looking back. I mean, I knew it was terrible policy in the moment, but these politicians should have known better. Governor Abbott has passed an executive order stating that there will be no more lockdowns. There will be no masking. Cities cannot mandate masks. School districts cannot mandate masks. And he's not going to allow anybody to do this immunity passport. Now, the one, the only old Derek Bros pointed out that the executive order prohibits passports for emergency vaccines. So who knows when this actually ever gets FDA approval, what the story will be then. 
But nonetheless, I just want to point that contrast out. Here we have, we've, we talked about these mandates coming. We talked about this vaccine passport for years now. And here we have in certain political jurisdictions like New York, and like Australia, we're going to talk about Australia as well. It's a total dystopian nightmare. And you contrast that with Texas, especially the rural areas. I had to get the heck out of the city of Austin, lived there my whole life, but it was going, it was going south fast. Uh, here in Bastrop, where I live in Bastrop County, I hardly ever see masks. It's most definitely the minority. And that was the case during the pandemic as well, the pandemic. Contrast that with Florida. We have old DeSantis, who seems like he's really quickly setting himself up for a presidential run. DeSantis rules out mask mandates, shutdowns, despite COVID surge, right? And of course, who the hell knows what's going on with the surges, the cases, the PCR test is absolute garbage. But DeSantis is really going hard, throwing haymakers even at the CDC and poking fun at the narrative. You know, say what you want about Donald Trump, but I sure as hell did appreciate how he would poke fun at people and and some of the haymakers that he threw at the COVID-19 uh, agenda and narrative. That being said, he was responsible for Operation Warp Speed, which has brought forward this weird experimental uh, jab. But nonetheless, I want to encourage everyone to really hone in on this dichotomy between victimhood and empowerment. And that's kind of how I want to coax uh, this conversation today. The difference between victimhood and empowerment, right? Now, I, I want to be sensitive to folks that are finding themselves in a difficult position with their employers um, trying to require things of them, right? But how we respond to these times really will make a huge difference in what becomes of it, right? So for folks that have a boss or a corporation they're working for, and they are trying to force you into a vaccine. The question that would naturally arise, it's like, okay, what are, what are you going to do about it? What are the paths forward? So one thing that I would encourage, if you, in, first of all, I want to say, why would you want to work for someone that thinks it's appropriate to compel or coerce you or twist your arm into doing medical procedures? So if you're able to keep the job on the short term, I think it would be advisable to start looking for a different gig or consider becoming an entrepreneur where you're in total control. We need to take proactive steps in our lives so we can go about our lives and our activities in a way that's in alignment with our values and our principles. And if you're someone that watches this program, if you're someone that's part of the Greater Reset community, if you're someone that is part of the Freedom Cell Network, it's really up to us to take responsibility for some of the positions that we find ourselves in. I know that's hard, right? Nobody asks for this COVID conspiracy. Nobody's asking for the Great Reset to be rolled in. But oftentimes we don't have power over circumstances in life, but we do have power over how we show up for those circumstances. 
So that's really the message that I want to drive home today. I want to encourage people to be empowered and to recognize that they have the ability to make big changes in their lives. And sometimes it may be hard. Sometimes it could be a bit of a struggle, but there is a path. And I'd like to share with you a path, right? If you see this little imagery over here, that's the logo for the Live Free Academy. Livefree.academy is the website. It is an enterprise that aims to help people to live more free in a variety of different reasons, from in a variety of different ways, from workshops to webinars to one-on-one -on -one consulting to a membership program. People can learn more at livefree.academy. In fact, I'm hosting a webinar here coming up all about how cryptocurrency is a wonderful tool for people to build wealth and opt out of technocracy. That's going to take place next week. People can go to buildwealthoptout.com, buildwealthoptout.com. Again, that's a free webinar. But I want to share the Live Free Academy empowerment philosophy because I think it's really valuable for folks to be aware of, of this, this path, this strategy when it comes to tough stuff like this, right? This live free empowerment philosophy. So it goes like this. And I'm going to talk about vaccines and these mandates, ooh, the B word, uh, in the context of this empowerment philosophy. Okay, so check it out. It's four components. It's four parts. Part one is mindset. In order to make big changes, in order to make a life of your dreams, it's important that we have the right mindset. It's important that we believe in ourselves. It's important that we don't get stuck in a place of scarcity or fear or anxiety, because this is really, really going to slow us down in achieving our goals. It all starts with the right mindset. So when we find ourselves in a position where we're faced with some really difficult decisions, do we take this vaccine or do we try to find other work? Do we start that business idea that we've been thinking about for quite some time? If we haven't gotten our mind right, if we have all these wandering thoughts, if we allow other people to influence us and we don't have a sovereign mindset where we're in control of our thoughts, then it's going to be a lot more difficult to navigate through these, these treacherous waters. So you got to have the right mindset. Next, you got to have the right strategy. So you get your mind right, and then you come up with a plan. When I talk about strategy, I talk about specifically how we can get from here to there, right? So how can we get from a status society, control, dystopia, to a free society? That's a question that I concern myself with quite often. How can we go from leaving this particular job to finding a new job or a new career path, right? And then once you adopt the right strategy, come up with plans and goals, the next step is to take massive action. This means that if you need to find another job, it may take a whole lot of work. It may take a considerable amount of effort, right? It may take not just putting in applications online, but actually showing up in person, dressed nicely, showing up, shaking hands, trying to find whoever the decision maker is. Maybe you bring them a coffee. Hey, I just went by Starbucks, picked myself up a coffee. Would you like one as well? 
it takes massive action to get stuff done to make things happen. And then the fourth component is where you all come in and where we all come in. And that is getting by with a little help from your friends, mindset, strategy, massive action and community. All right, so this is the Live Free Academy Empowerment Philosophy, and I want to talk about this particular circumstance in terms of these different elements. So what can people do in the now if they face if they're facing these mandates and they're facing difficult choices? Well, the first thing that I would encourage folks to do, and everyone's different, right? This is just my opinion on the matter. Everyone needs to take their own values, their own circumstances, their own income, their own risk that they're willing to take. Um, but again, I just want to really drive home that we have the capability of living a life that's in alignment with our values and our principles. We just have to go out there and get it right. We have to believe that we can go get it. We have to believe in ourselves. We're, there's this increasing divide almost to, to where there's like two societies. There's this, this, there's the masses that just go along to get along. They believe what comes out of Fauci's mouth or the CDC, right? Like I was watching, what was I watching? It was a CNN article where it was like a hit piece on Dr. Mercola. And unfortunately, Dr. Mercola just put out a video saying he's going to be deleting his entire archives and he's going to put out new stuff and it's only going to be available for 48 hours. He bought into some fear, right? He's part of this, this disinformation dozen, this nonprofits coming after the president mentioned the disinformation dozen. I mean, I got to, I got to, understand that it's got to be really nerve wracking to have the president calling you out and to have CNN trying to hunt you down. But CNN went through and tried to debunk all these claims that he had made. And each time they would try to debunk it, they would just reference what the CDC has to say. And that's how they debunk it. Right. So you got to understand there's a significant number of people in this world that believe hook, line and sinker anything that the Center for Disease Control says not understanding the revolving door, how they're bought and paid for by the pharmaceutical companies, how industry executives become regulators and regula regulators become industry executives. But a good number of people believe everything they see on the TV. And that's part of the reason why they're so freaked out right now. There's this growing disconnect between those people and free thinking people, people that recognize something's off right now. Maybe people that have known things are off for quite some time and they know a lot of what the agenda at play is, is all about. And I want to encourage us, we, to start building more and participating more and cooperating more and working more with the group of people that are free thinkers, the group of people that recognize the experimental nature of this jab, the group of people that recognize the totalitarian plans that are afoot. The group of people that see that this is the great reset and it's been in the works for quite some time and it's only been accelerated with COVID-19. We need to build together, right? And that should be the ultimate goal. All right. So back to the present, back to the now. If someone has a career and they want to keep that career, perhaps they're vested. They don't have other choices. Everyone has other choices, actually, I should say. But one thing that I would encourage people to do is to fight it is, first of all, you're probably really going to regret it, especially if you get sick and have an adverse reaction. But if you acquiesce and go against your values and your principles and go ahead and roll your sleeve up and get the jab, chances are that's going to be pretty demoralizing. 
besides the potential health effects that could come of it, right? And who knows what could happen in the long-term future? Who even knows what the hell's going on? All I know is that I prefer my immune system. I prefer nature. So I would encourage you to not do it if you're not into it, if it's not your thing. If it's your thing, whatever. I People have been manipulated and social engineered, but people have the right to choose whatever medical procedures they want to engage in. Whether this is all a fraud or whether it's totally overblown or not, that's their prerogative. Um, but if you're someone that wholeheartedly rejects that and now you're put in a situation where your job's on the line, if you, again, like I said before, why the hell would you want to work for somebody that's going to coerce you into doing a medical procedure that you don't want to do? Really think on that, meditate on that. But I would encourage you to not go out without a fight, right? That may look like just saying, well, you know, guys, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And I'd like to continue to come to work. So what does that look like? Here's one of the problems though. It, it's becoming increasingly clear that a lot of these lockdown measures and mask mandates, it's like, it's now like the purpose of that is to compel people, to make people so uncomfortable and make them miss their old life so much that they take the jab. That's what everything, that's what all the all of the media now, if you watch the media or listen to the radio news, it's all that the whole talking points is why you should take it, pressure to take it. If you take it, you'll get your life back, like old de Blasio said. And frankly, I think it's kind of ridiculous. So even if you manage to keep the job without the jab, one of the things that these employers are probably going to do is be like, okay, well, you got to take tests all the time or you got to wear a mask all the time. That's what they're doing in different cities. And it's like multiple tests and they're trying to make the city employees foot the bill. Oh, but if you absolutely insist on staying there, then I would at least make them fire you and go see what kind of policies there are, see what kind of medical exemptions there are, see what kind of religious exemptions. More often than not, when it comes to religious exemptions, you can't just say you belong to the Church of Freedom. There has to be some established evidence of you going to church or, and it has to be some sort of established church. You can't just come up with the church out of your rear end, but I don't know who, who knows what you could get past your HR department. Somebody else said to do like a fake, make a fake um, vaccine card. That's what people brought up. And then other people said that's disingenuous. And in many ways it's kind of acquiescing, right? If you can find a good doctor, right? There are good medical doctors out there. There are good naturopaths that are out there as well which really underscores the importance and the need for us to build resilient networks. So we have our own network of doctors. Eventually we have our own health insurance system, right? Really that's what it's all about. But back to the now, try to find one of those outlets. If you have the resources and the energy, perhaps a good mechanism would be to fight it in court, right? I don't know how successful that would be. I don't know how expensive that would be. It could be a whole lot of work, a whole lot of money. And in the end, judge is some Democrat that just goes along with what the public health authorities say. And it could just be all for naught. I think what the real solution is, is to just opt out, right? And again, we're talking about what's happening now and what people can do right now. But what's more important than what's happening in the now is to be future forward thinking and to think what steps can I take in my life now so as to create an environment where I'm never in this situation again? 
that's the question that we need to be thinking on. That's where these things need to go. Because if we just find ourselves working for large corporations that don't align with our values in the least bit, then it's only a matter of time before there's another pandemic, there's another public health crisis, there's another emergency or some false flag terror attack where they have us scanning our, our irises before you can go into work. Who knows? Who knows? The real solution is to opt out of any company that isn't in alignment with your values, a large corporation that's not going to care about your health preferences to get out and get away from that. Let me tell you how you can do that. There's a couple different paths. One thing I would like to see more people that are of like mind, I've, the Freedom Cell Network always comes to mind. There's over 24,000 people. So if you feel like you're a lone wolf and there's no one around you that thinks like you do and you're just so isolated, then I would strongly encourage you to check out the Freedom Cell Network, freedomcells.org. We can talk about that a little bit more here in a second, but it's a bunch of like-minded people that are all working together. And we have some, some technologies in place where people can link up and find one another, freedomcells.org. Definitely check that out. And so the important thing to do is to start working with one another, working for one another. Associate with like-minded people as much as you possibly can. I have two staff people, and whenever they get hired, they're required to take a drug test. And if they don't come back positive for marijuana, they're fired. <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but... The two people that I work with are totally like-minded, super chill. And one of them, old Nomad Brad here, producer, producer Cam, there he is, there he is. I met him through the Freedom Cell Network. I was looking for folks to come uh, help me out with some projects. And I posted in the Freedom Cell Network, hey, I'm looking to hire somebody for this, that, and the other. And he messaged me, I was like, hey man, I really appreciate your work. I think it's a perfect opportunity. I'm feeling drawn towards Texas, let's go. And he's the one that built all this cool stuff and like put together the plans for all of it. Doing a great job, Brad. But I found him through the Freedom Cell Network, and he's like-minded. He's not required to wear a mask. He's most definitely not going to be required to get a jab or anything like that. I would never force that upon anyone ever. And it's a great special thing. And what I want to convey is you can have that too. You can work with people that are like-minded. You can start a business and hire people that are like-minded, or you can go out and find other people that have businesses or your buddy that's a manager at the restaurant or whatever, and y'all can work together. And it doesn't even have to be totally like-minded, like we're all anarchists, agorists, watching James Corbett together. It can be somebody that recognizes that there's a big fraud going on. Maybe they're more conservatively. Maybe they followed all old Donald Trump, but I think it's really important that we find allies that at least see through this COVID-19 nonsense, because this is what's really all up in our business right now. That's the mindset that we ought to have. How can we find people of like mind and congregate with them and work with them and build with them, right? Now, here's another thing. If that's not the case and you're gonna have to find new work right away, then I would encourage you to follow this four part empowerment philosophy, okay? Mindset, don't get freaked out. Don't fall into victim mode. Don't allow yourself to fall into overwhelm, right? And this all takes practice, of course, and normal emotions and feelings that arise, perfectly natural, no problem there. But the point is, try not to allow your mind to be your enemy. Take control over the thoughts 
and the soundtrack that plays in your head. So you can use it to help empower you rather than bring you down and hold you back and get you stuck in a state of overwhelm and inactivity and inaction to where you, nothing's going on, nothing's working for you. Next, you got to come up with a strategy. What's the plan? This is all going to be the same, whether you're going to find new employment or whether you're going to start a business or a side hustle, which by the way, it's always a good idea to have a side hustle. Even if you have a 40 hour work week to have a side hustle, selling little widgets online, consulting people, putting together online courses. Um, heck, even if it's doing Uber or Uber Eats or something like that, ideally it's like an entrepreneurial thing. That's your own gig, right? have a side hustle. That way, if you have to shift, if you have to pivot, you have something you can lean on, right? Not to mention you can have some little under the table side income, which is pretty cool. So uh, you have a side hustle. This all will apply whether you're switching jobs or we're going to start a business, get your mind right, come up with a plan, have a strategy. Okay. So I have these skills. I'm going to write these skills down. These are the industries that I'd prefer to work in that my skill set is aligned with. All right, come up with a plan. All right, I'm still going to be working here. Another thing too, like it's probably going to take some time for you to actually get fired if you have one of these jobs and they're like, we're going to either require you to do the vaccine or you can't work here. There's got to be all sorts of bureaucratic wheels. This is just a brand new thing. Oftentimes policies change, there's superiors. So, I don't know, maybe even if they're like, well, and you're like, I'm not going to quit because they want you to just quit. They want you to voluntarily quit because that's easy on them for all their policies and all their payouts and everything. But if you're like, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm, I want to, I'm want to go up the chain and see what I could do. Talk to HR, uh, see what the actual policies are, right? Like Aaron Russo, America freedom to fascism. When it comes to income tax, show me the law, show me the policy. I'd like to re read and review the policy better yet. I'd like to take the policy uh, and bring it to my attorney so we can review this to make sure there's no nothing actionable here. Um, and maybe there is something actionable, but you could buy time, right? Maybe they'll even send you home paid as they sort it out. Then you can start on your side hustle, but nonetheless, come up with a strategy, come up with a plan. Maybe that's a strategy for starting a business, entrepreneurship, right? Maybe there are some goods or services you can offer. When it comes to entrepreneurship, at the end of the day, it's just adding value to the lives of other human beings. It's helping people to solve their problems. The bigger the problem, oftentimes, the more money that you can make. There's this guy named Zig Ziglar, who's an old sales legend, and he said, you can get anything you want in life by helping other people to get what they want. It's really what business is all about. So you come up with a strategy. Okay, let me do some market analysis. Here's some things I'm passionate about. Here's some things I'm good at. How could I carve out a little niche business here, right? I'll be doing a lot more work when it comes to entrepreneurship because I hate to see people struggle. And I know that everyone has the potential to do great things. They just need to recognize it and have the right strategy, right? Have the right mindset, the right strategy and take massive action. And I wanna say also moving on to the next step, the massive action. I know a lot of this is easier said than done. And for example, if there were, was a couple, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. One of them was able to maintain their 40 hour work week and at least make ends meet while the other person went to go find new work or start a business. That's a lot easier. I know there's folks that are single parents out there struggling. Um, and at the end of the day, that's where the massive action comes in. It's, it's hard. It's difficult. We find ourselves in really 
in circumstances that we never foresaw, there's another challenge. Like we ought to really plan for the work, hope for the best and plan for the worst. Like try to see multiple steps ahead. The social engineers, the manipulators, the architects of the great reset, they are looking ahead. They're not just focused on how am I going to make ends meet today? They're not focused on the election of the day. They're putting the chess pieces in place so they can capitalize on them in the future. And I strongly encourage folks to do that in their lives as well. So everyone right now, whether your employer is requiring a mandate or not, know that we've entered into unprecedented times where your employer very well could require a vaccine mandate, or there could be laws passed in your state that require vaccine mandates or vaccine passports. So you got to really think about, wow, what can I do to avoid this type of thing in the future? And if you are in one of those difficult circumstances, all it means is you're going to have to really, really spend time getting your mind right, because it's going to be really easy to fall into a state of depression. And that's not going to help you in the least bit, right? It's going to be even more important that you adopt the right strategy. It's going to especially be more important that you take massive action. And finally, that you have a community to lean on. If you don't have a community of like-minded people to lean on now, there's no better time to create one. It's like planting a tree. When's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the next best time to plant a tree? Right now. I'm telling you. I've been doing these videos for quite some time, warning people about everything that's to come. It's all coming to fruition. You can, it's not like some magic eight ball type of scenario. It's all there for us to examine. We just have to look at it. And more importantly, we have to look at it and plan for it, do something about it. So if you, there's outs, there's always outs, there's opportunities, there's side hustles, there's entrepreneurial ventures, there's other jobs. There a lot of there's uh, tons of jobs right now because a lot of people aren't working. They're on the government teat and they're totally satisfied to do that. You go to restaurants, it's slow. There's signs on the doors saying we look, please excuse the difficulties. We're short staffed. So you can find work. You just got to go out there and get it. Go and get it. And even if you got to take a pay cut, right, you got to work your way back up again, more massive action. Or I'm telling you, there's so much freedom and opportunity that comes with entrepreneurship. There's no ceiling to your income. You can grow, you can take off, you can car, you can let the entrepreneurship be the means to the end of living a good life, right? Now, I should have started with this earlier, but I want to point out another thing that people can do and should do is to vote with their feet. I mentioned this briefly earlier, but there's a great, a big difference between living in New York City right now or New York State and living in the great state of Texas. Y'all, I tell you what, there's a big difference between living in the city of Austin and living in Bastrop. City of Austin's freaking out and moving their stuff to stage five. It is kind of hilarious when they talk about all these different stages and stuff now. Actually, it's not hilarious because I do genuinely believe people are getting sick. and So that's not funny, but I just get a kick out of how it's all recommendations now because Governor Abbott pushed this mandate, this uh, emergency order where they can't do any mandates or lockdowns. They can't limit restaurant capacity. They can't require anyone to wear masks. So they put out these reports and it's just like, will you guys please uh, stay home, please, please? It's not like if you don't wear a mask, we're going to fine you a thousand dollars. 
as it should be. It should be people persuade, right? Not coerce and compel. So this same four part philosophy applies if you are living in California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Hawaii, and you want to get the hell out of Dodge. First, you got to have the right mindset. People are like, we just can't do it. We can never do it. We have so much here. We're so invested here. But it's like, what are your values? The comfort of, of what you know, like that could be a value, being comfortable, uh, having some certainty, right? Maybe you're close to the in-laws. I don't know. But then how important is freedom to you? How important is having your kids go to school without a mask. And on that note as well, if you really value freedom and you're really aware of all of this control that's taking place in society, your kids shouldn't be in public school anyway. It's just an indoctrination center. Everyone's well aware of that. It's especially the case when it comes to all these weird COVID protocols for children. They don't deserve to have a childhood like that. And you'd be frolicking around and just having a blast and not worried about it, especially when it comes to the fact that COVID hardly even affects the kids. So that's another thing where it's like, you got to be aware of that. If you have children and you're a free thinker and you're aware of what's going on in the world, I strongly encourage you to take proactive steps to get your kids the hell out of school. And it's the same process. Believe that it can be done. Believe that you and your significant other, or if you're a single parent, you can figure it out. Believe in yourself. Don't just have limiting beliefs that it can't possibly happen because you have a full-time job, right? Come up with a strategy to make it happen. Take massive action to make it happen. Even if it means having another job, taking on a second work so you can hire a nanny, whatever. Taking massive action towards building a network where parents A and B pick up the kids from the private school on whatever, you know, and then having a community helps so much. So got a mindset, strategy, come up with a strategy. Okay, what states are available for us to move to? Living in New York City right now, we still wanna be up in the Northeast so we can at least be close to our parents. Uh, they're getting older, we wanna spend time with them. All right, so maybe we can move to New Hampshire. It's right up the road, totally different experience than if you were living in Massachusetts or New York, All right? Come up with a plan. All right, we have both have careers here. So part of our strategy, we're gonna to have to find other work. All right, so let's go ahead and start compiling a list of available opportunities in the city that we're going to move to, right? And this all takes takes massive action. Maybe you got to turn off Netflix some evenings and focus on this plan. And when it comes to community, again, I strongly encourage you to check out the Freedom Cell Network. If you wanted to move to Texas, if you wanted to move to Florida, you could go to the Freedom Cell Network, you go to our Telegram groups and you could say, hey, everybody, I'm looking to free, I'm a refugee, I'm looking to flee New York. What are the opportunities there? What are the cities I should look at? What's the median home price? Do you have any idea on a good apartment to rent, right? Community, you can do this. It's absolutely critical. Same thing when it comes to school. You can have the right mindset. You can adopt a strategy. The Freedom Cell Network too, there's tons of parents there. None of them wanna have kids in government schools. There's homeschooling groups in the Freedom Cell Network. There are local Freedom Cell homeschool co-ops who many of the families are part of the Freedom Cell Network. There's even a lady here in Central Texas that wants to teach other parents and teachers how to start homeschool co-ops, how to start little mini micro schools. Very beautiful thing. But to pull back to the bigger picture, 
it's there's not tyranny's not going to end tomorrow, right? This is going to continue on. This is going to carry on for quite some time. And it's up to each and every one of us, again, like I said, to lay the groundwork now so we don't have to worry about this for the rest of our lives. This isn't a way to live, to be concerned that the rug can be pulled out from underneath you at any time, right? We got to start thinking big. We got to start thinking about the future. We got to start thinking about the world that we want our children to grow up in. Do we want our children to be concerned that their employer could compel them to engage in medical practices that they are not digging, that they're not into? No, we don't. So what are we going to do? We got to make choices now. We got to lay the foundation. We got to lay the groundwork. I have a vision for intentional communities that are spread all across the world and like-minded people live in these intentional communities and support one another and grow food. And each one of them has a little homeschool co-op or a schoolhouse like it used to be back in the old days. And these intentional communities are linked up via trade routes, mutual defense compacts. They support one another. They do events together. And we kind of opt out of the existing civilization in, in, in many ways. Still go to the whatever, the games or whatever you want to do but we mostly do our own thing, kind of like the Amish, right? But we're like anarchist Amish and we have smartphones and cryptocurrency miners. I mean, we can create that reality. Same thing, mindset, strategy, massive action community. Gotta have a mindset. Some people might be thinking, oh, that sounds nice, but that's not possible. You know how expensive it is to buy land these days? No, we're just destined to be doomed and watch YouTube videos all day and complain on telegram and forward messages <sighs> right or you could be like wow that sounds like a great idea i think that we could probably make this happen with the right with the right plans with enough massive action the right people we could do this let's do it right it's all about the mindset strategy massive action community i want to encourage you also if you are feeling all alone Another thing is to consider moving like we talked about, but to join the Freedom Cell Network, freedomcells.org. There's a lot of opportunity there uh, for people to support one another in various different ways. If you have a strong community and you provide value to that community and people like you because you provide value and you support and help other people, right? Karma, it always comes back. You get out, you get out what you put in. Uh, and it comes time for some sort of mandate like this. And people are like, and you go to your friends and your community, your local freedom cell group. And you're like, guys, I'm, I'm faced with a difficult decision. I either have to take this jab or I have to leave my job. And I don't know. I, I, I my gut's telling me to leave the job, but I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford rent next month. I got everything else taken care of. Got some food storage because I've been prepared. So I can at least tap into that and just make some, my girlfriend always likes to buy spaghetti and and tomato sauce for our food storage. So I guess we'll be munching on that and macaroni and cheese. Um, but, and it's like, I can't pay rent, but I don't want to do this jab. Can you guys help? All right. And they're like, yeah, I remember when you helped me out when we needed some support or when I needed someone to go pick up the kids from school for that week or whatever. Community, it helps you get through difficult times. If you don't have a community, again, we've built infrastructure to help you find community. Freedomcells.org, 
website has a freaking map on it. You can put an address down the road from your house or the coffee shop across the street, and then you can find little pins on the map. And chances are, if you live in a decently populated area, there's more people in your community that would be willing to rock and roll with you, right? We're finding ourselves in some pretty trying times here, and we need to take responsibility for how things pan out from here. Recognize that it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Recognize that some people have it worse than others. And if you're one of those folks that live in one of these dystopian jurisdictions, I strongly encourage you to get the heck out of there and move to a place like Texas or Florida or South Dakota never even locked down at all in the height of all the hysteria. Their awesome governor didn't even do anything. So that was pretty cool. There's other places you don't have to stay where you are. If you have a job and they're threatening your job, unless you take the vax and you know that the vax is wrong for you, I would strongly encourage you not to do it and instead try to get another job, try to start a business, get the heck out of there. And there's a group and there's people that can support one another. So meet people there in the chat, shout out everyone that's chatting there and participating along here. Join us in the Freedom Cell Network, stay positive, get your mind right, work together, think about the future. Huge question is, what are we gonna do about it in the now? All right, that's obviously most pressing. What do I do now? What do I do about next month? What do I do about bills? What am I gonna do? What do I do about picking up the kids from school? This, that, and the other. That's important, that's pressing. But if you wanna step out of that constant crisis scenario, then you gotta be a little more proactive in the present so that's not the circumstances that you find yourself again in in the future. That's really where a lot of strategy and planning comes into play. We gotta make sure that we're not just going through life in constant reactionary mode, in a reactionary paradigm. Rather, we have a proactive plan with our life, where we wanna be six months from now, what we want our life to be like a year from now, two years, five years, 10 years. Get proactive when it comes to lifestyle design, right? And recognize that we've entered unprecedented times. There's, you can't even go to a restaurant in New York City without being vaccinated. I don't know if I'll ever go to New York City again. I, I like that city. I like riding the subways and all the busyness and the hustle and bustle. Can't even go to a restaurant. What the hell's that all about? Who knows what's next? Australia has freaking martial law on the streets, military, helicopters flying aboard, above you with loudspeakers, can't leave more than three kilometers from your home. China has oppressive authoritarian communist rule. Everyone's brainwashed. There's social credit scores. UK is talking about social credit scores, starting off with the, some grocery store scheme where like if you purchase healthy food, you're rewarded somehow through government incentives. I don't know. It's things are getting weird, man. And we need to redouble our efforts in order to, to change, right? It's, it's up to us. If we want change, we got to change. We got to stay positive. We got to flip the script and we got to focus. We got to ask ourselves, what can I do now in order to set myself up, my children up for the future? 
so we don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. Come up with plans, make sure your mind's correct, got a solid strategy, take massive action, build community. All righty. Let me see if there's any comments here. If anybody's got any comments they want to share. Aaron Keener says, mindset is key. Indeed, it is. It's it's the foundation for everything, whether it's business success, whether it's healthy relationships, whether it's the pursuit of freedom. It's super critical that we get our mind correct. Josiah Brandt says, John, you're doing God's work with this. Thank you for stepping up for the challenge and leading the way. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Just uh, doing what I can to encourage folks to take control and take responsibility in their lives. Try to live a life where no one has any strings attached to you, where no one can hold anything over your head, where no one can hold you hostage. It's a life of independence, really, right? When a government gets you dependent on them, they can all of a sudden start requiring things of you. When a business or a corporation gets you dependent on them for income, they can all of a sudden start requiring things of you. When you are independent, independent from the grid, right? You're off grid. You got a little homestead. You got a well. You have solar panels. When you are independent from the Western allopathic medical paradigm, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, you don't depend on your doctors in order to be healthy or not be lethargic. When you have an independent source of income, where you're in charge, you get to decide how much money you're going to be making in a given year because you are going to go out there and produce the value commensurate with what your needs are and what your wants are, right? When no one has anything hanging over your head, then you essentially have much more freedom because a great, a great similarity to freedom is choice. Freedom is choice. When you don't have choices, you don't have freedom. And when you work for yourself or when you work with like-minded people, then you're going to find yourself with more freedom to enjoy life without having to be anxious or worry about all this stuff. All right, we're going to wrap up here. If anybody has any questions, feel free to leave them in the comments. If anybody needs any advice or has any strategies or any uh, advice that they want to share with folks, is there anybody that's watching right now that is dealing with the prospect of getting of losing their job for not doing the vaccine. I would love to hear from you. Rob Kaiser says, this is an incredibly appropriate timing. I'm a voting member of our church council and suddenly in a position to speak up about mask mandates. And this helps provide the courage to do so. Well, look at you, Rob. That's great that you're in that position. And I definitely think that you should do what you can uh, to push back on that and at least let it be a choice for people. There's so much there's a lack of evidence of the efficacy of masks and there's so much evidence of their inefficacy. And there's all of these correlations between when a mask mandate released, absolutely nothing happened whatsoever. There's no scientific evidence that it's even valid whatsoever. It almost gives people a false sense of security. But I would encourage you to stand your ground. There's been schools, like there is a Waldorf school, very uh, established Waldorf school. They did like elementary, middle school and high school here in Austin. And when the COVID stuff popped off, uh, they required masks of the children. And of course, Waldorf is more hippie, granola, a nice natural lifestyle type of learning environment. And a bunch of the parents said no, and they broke off and started their own school. There's a separate school now 
I wish that it was east because I live east in central Texas. It's far out west, but it's a lot of cool, like-minded people. There's no masks and a large majority of the people get it. Probably none of them are taking this jab. So there are alternatives out there. And when things aren't going your way, sometimes you just got to get up and just go build it better. Rob also says, perhaps it's time to be the lighthouse for others who cannot step up and speak their minds for whatever reason. Thanks, John, for being the lighthouse to so many of us out there. Thank you, Rob, for tuning in. Good luck. Let us know how things go with your church. Be strong, be firm, be respectful, be polite. And, you know, here's another thing when it comes to Christianity. Jesus Christ, like, went towards the lepers and the sick people. He sought them out to help them. He wasn't afraid of a virus because he thought it was all God's plan. And he walked with so much authority and conviction and freedom in his life that it rubbed off on everyone, right? I'm not... I'm not a Christian myself, but I do have much respect and honor for Jesus Christ, right? And whether he rose as the Messiah or rose from the dead, I don't know. But I do think there's a great opportunity for like this, this connection between spirituality and science. Like perhaps he was just such a badass that he reached enlightenment and became one with the universe, right? And became a god because he tapped into that living force like they called in Star Wars. But anyway, he's a total badass and used natural healing modalities and essential oils. And there's, you know, it's, it's, it's fear, it's fear, fear, fear. I know there's a lot of Christians that are like, it's in God's hands. And I mean, that's a better way to live than just being all freaked out. Akashic Rose says, thank you for your help. I'm one of those people who feels alone. So hearing your talk seriously gave me comfort. I'm debating on moving to Idaho. I'm in Los Angeles wanting out so bad. Well, thank you for tuning in. And I would, I would encourage you to come up with the right mindset, you can move. You have it within you, the power to shift where you live and everything's going to be okay. You have to believe in yourself that you could make that transition. I know change is scary sometimes, but what's happening in LA is a lot scarier in my opinion. Um, Idaho seems like a really chill place. You know who I think is in Idaho? Isn't that where old Bundy? Uh, what's his face? The Bundy, uh, what's his first name? You know his name, Brad? The Bundys. I forget his first name, but dude's a total badass. He's running for governor. So that might be cool to link up with that guy. All righty. Interesting to hear about Waldorf. Rob says, yeah, they branched off, did their own thing. Super cool. Looking for a better anarchist homeschool curriculum other than the Ron Paul, which really has nothing to do with. Wife and I will be trying to help organize something. Cool. Um, we did a little homeschool curriculum for the kiddos for a while. It was called Christopherus Homeschool. So if you're into like natural, organic nature, real slow, it's not about like rigid hours. It's more about rhythms. It was called Christopherus Homeschool Curriculum. It's a Waldorf curriculum. Oftentimes you can just come up with your own as well. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Eamon Bundy. Yes, Eamon Bundy is a total badass. What do you think about Idaho and Utah as a destination? Um, you know, I know Utah... Utah and Idaho are relatively free. I know Utah has a large Mormon population. It's a rather conservative place. Um, Mitt Romney is senator from Utah, so it can't be too cool because of that. But there's a great economy in Salt Lake City, that's for sure. It just all depends. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one consultations, and I did one more recently with some with a family that was wanting to move and homeschool their kid, and I advised them on where a good place to move was. But a, a lot of it would really have to do with what your personal circumstances are. Are you looking for work? Do you want urban? Do you want rural? Uh, what your capabilities are? What type of home you want to live in? Um, I'm just super fond of Texas and Florida right now. If I wasn't in Texas, I would be all about 
um, being in Florida or on the beach, whatever. It's just so chill, laid back and slow there. But um, oftentimes anything's better than New York, Massachusetts, New Jersey, California, these totalitarian status hell holes. I can't believe New York's, I mean, I guess I can't believe that we have this, there's this immunity passport now. That's bad, sets a really dangerous precedent. Um, I don't know how the economy is going to survive in that city as well. It's already suffering from the lockdowns. Like, what the hell's going on there? I guess everybody's just going to get vaccinated. That's weird. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, John Bush. I want to invite you again uh, uh, to check out this cryptocurrency webinar. You can go to buildwealthoptout.com. That's buildwealthoptout.com. Um, if you go to the website and there's an issue whenever you sign up, just go to proceed. Uh, it's just the URL there's a problem with, but we're fixing that as we speak, actually. But you can go to buildwealthoptout.com. That's buildwealthoptout.com. And you will be able to, let me just pull this up right here. You can register. We're doing a cryptocurrency webinar. Why cryptocurrency is the perfect tool for building health, building wealth and opting out of the coming technocracy. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity with cryptocurrency to protect your wealth from inflation, to grow wealth. There's this terrible technocracy coming into play where people want to track, trace all of your transactions. Uh, Mark of the Beast style system is not something that's just in the book of Revelations anymore. It's becoming a very real prospect. It's already alive and well in China. So uh, I want to teach you next week. This free webinar teach you how you can take advantage of all that crypto has to offer for privacy, for monetary sovereignty, how you can use cryptocurrency safely and securely. Once you do get involved, you don't screw it up. You don't get hacked and how you can join a growing community of individuals and groups that are leveraging cryptocurrency to create all new systems that are decentralized. I'm going to talk about decentralized finance. I just did a decentralized finance contract to help pay for my house to get painted. That was pretty cool. I'll share that all with you as well. So definitely check that out. Again, that's buildwealthoptout.com. That's buildwealthoptout.com. All right, this is John Bush with the Live Free Now show, bringing the news, views, tips, and tools you can use for a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Check us out later on. You can find us at livefreenow.show. Peace, I'm out. Thanks for sticking with us. We got this, guys. Let's just get our minds right, come up with a solid strategy, take massive action, and lean on our brothers and sisters. All right.